because branding is basically how you make people feel, right? So thinking about how you want to make people feel with your online presence. You're listening to the Branding Gems podcast, the podcast that is not just interviews and conversations, it's to bring you guys the best of the best women in branding and business to answer this question. What are your top three valuable tips and lessons that you learned along the way? And then we discuss it. To feel your passion-filled lifestyle business, I promise to bring you the best of the best women in branding and business. And together, we can grow and learn from the extracted advice that they provide. I'm Peggy Bree, and let's get growing. Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to uh, remind you to rate this podcast on Apple or Spotify. If you can, I would appreciate that. I really want to lift up more voices and, and women from around the world and to really collect all of the advice that they have to showcase how amazing they are and to help out other women. So please be on me on this mission. I would love that and appreciate it. And you're in for an awesome treat. I have an awesome guest and I love her. So stay tuned. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. I have such an amazing, amazing guest up today. Today we have Molly Ho and Molly Ho is an Asian American entrepreneur who helps aspiring and new entrepreneurs with their mindset, marketing, and money. She's the founder of Keep Getting Paid, a one-stop shop for all your business and marketing needs. Welcome, Molly. Thanks for having me, Peggy. I'm super excited. Yes. So Molly is one of the contributors for our book, Branding Quickies, which is a book written by 20 amazing, amazing women from around the world who share their stories, their tips, and their insight in this business world to help out other people with their business journey as well. And Molly's section really dives into the process of what it's like to brand yourself and your services and how that translates in this digital platform. Yes. Yes, and I loved your section. It was so much fun to have you in this project. Your section was like so real and so wise and it really showcased what it was like for you to show up online authentically exactly you. Yeah, it's so crazy to think about like when we first created the book to where we all are now. And I just appreciate you and everything you've done for us because you did a lot. Like it was amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's crazy to think about where everyone is now compared to where they were before. And it was just a year and how much progress everyone has made since then. And it's truly such an inspiration to watch everyone from the book grow. And I just am excited. I know it's crazy that it was only last year because it feels like two or three years now. I know. It's so weird how time moves in this digital space. (laughs) So let's dive right in. What are your top three tips on branding and business? And let's start with number one. Perfect. So my first tip is focusing on progression over perfection because I talk to so many business owners who are starting out nowadays and I hear a lot of, oh, I need to have the perfect brand or I need to like get my mic and get fancy lighting and all of these things or get the perfect website before I sell my services or before I show up. 
And I'm like, your brand is going to evolve over time. Your business is going to evolve over time. Um, Just like we said with the book, we're all in different places now. And so, you know, not waiting for the perfect time to start something and just starting where you are and letting things progress as you move on. Mm -hmm. That's so true. And it doesn't just apply to new people and beginners, because even if you're one or two years into your business, there's always going to be this level of progression or continued progression that comes with everything. So whatever place you start in the journey that you're in, it is better than yesterday. And it's a continual journey, which is so fun. It really is. And then it's like when you create your first course, you have to, you find yourself at this um like stage again where you have to focus on progression over perfection because so many people want their first course to be perfect or want their first like product to be perfect and I'm like it's not it's not going to be perfect and that's Mm -hmm. okay you know Mm -hmm. that's so true and I guess like my question is like how do you maintain that level of progression and endurance in between projects and what is that like for you? Yeah, so for me, I really reframed it this year of business is a journey and it's, you know, a lifelong journey. And I'm realizing how important it is to enjoy the process rather than get to the next destination. Like I can still work on getting to the next destination while working on I actually find it exciting that I I find it exciting when things don't go my way because I'm like, okay, what can I fix? How can I do better next time? So instead of seeing it as a failure or, you know, a reason that um because I used to focus on perfection a lot. I wanted everything to be perfect. And then I just realized like I wasn't putting myself out there. And then I saw all of these other people putting themselves out there and I'm like, they're not trying to be perfect either. Yeah. So no. Yeah, that's so true. And it's really that mindset that you have to stick to of not comparing yeah. and not focusing on that end result only and just going for it. Because like when situation or problems arise after that happens, you can find creative solutions for it then and figure it out when that comes and ultimately you grow and learn from it because with each hurdle that happens like you ultimately learn from that experience so it's such an ongoing progress exactly business has taught me so much about myself about like my working style about how I communicate with others um you know like this podcast podcasting is a new thing for me and it's just like in business you get to do so many different things and focusing on the fun side instead of like taking everything so seriously all the time which is what I used to do mm-hmm. you're right because like it is supposed to be fun and you're supposed to have fun with it and if you're not yeah. having fun then that's a sign to change it up so that you can enjoy it because it's your journey and your business so it is such a good refresher. Oh my goodness. And what is what is your second tip in branding and business? Okay. It's so funny that you mentioned comparison because my second tip is like not comparing yourself to other people. Um, 
because you and someone else can both have a great business and a great brand and have lots of customers. You know, someone else having sales and customers and clients doesn't mean that you can't have all of those things too. So something that I really learned this year was realizing that Mm -hmm. Um, not only comparing yourself in business, but also in life, it just really takes the joy out of everything. You know, they say that comparison is the thief of joy and it's so true. And when I think about this year, what really changed for me was no longer comparing my life to others, um, comparing like, um, because I know a few people who, have basically bought a home and we're paying about the same rent. And at first I was like, oh, I could have bought a home. But then I thought about it. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I didn't want to buy a home at this stage in my life. And so remembering, you know, um, because on Instagram, we see highlight reel after highlight reel. And there's so many opportunities for us to compare ourselves to other people. But remembering where you are in your life and honoring that. Mm-hmm. I love that because it is so easy to be influenced or swayed by someone else's timeline when you compare it to your own timeline and measuring yourself up to whether one is ahead or behind or what that timeline is supposed to quote unquote look like. And it's true, like when you look back and you realize, like, you know what, like, their goal is completely different from my goal. Like, there's no point and reason to compare my timeline to their timeline if everyone's mission is completely different. Like, there's no reason to that. But I guess my question is, like, what do you think that in between of looking at other people's timelines should look like because like sometimes you have to look at other people's like timeline to perhaps collect data and strategically plan out your next step and what that next level for yourself looks like and you'll be checking out other people and and what the market is today I guess so what's that in between balance like in that case So what I recently realized is that I actually, okay, this is like a, um, an honesty moment, but I used to be afraid of like being friends with people who were smarter than me. It was an ego thing and realizing that I actually really like being with people who are at different stages in life and with like different backgrounds. So I don't really engage as much with people online, like, but I do have a lot of, um, conversation with the my friends who are also business owners are the people inside my membership. So I do market research inside of like my own membership. Mm -hmm, Um, And then, yeah. And then I get like, you know, life feedback and business feedback from my colleagues and friends, like in real life or um, just friendships I've made over the the years. And that's kind of how I stay connected with everything. Mm -hmm, I love that. I love that. It's really particular on who you're choosing to, I guess, lean into research on because that makes so much sense to me to hear feedback within your membership because at the end of the day, because that is who you're serving and they are the ones that matter, like that just ultimately helps you focus on making ways to serve them even more. And it does make sense to just focus on that instead of all that is around. 
Exactly. And they're in the industry. So technically, like they keep me in the loop. Um, and I don't, it's not that I stay out of the loop, but I feel like so much we're so overconsumed with like everything all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we just, it's just nice to not be in consumption mode all the time. Mm-hmm, 100%. So actually with that, like I know that it's been said that as creators, you have to consume consume less and create more so where where is that balance like do you think there's value in consuming yes and no I think it really depends on the people themselves because some people I can talk to and I know that you know just because they consume doesn't mean it's going to stop their creation um and some others they consume a lot and then they have all of these thoughts like, oh, what if my content isn't good enough? Um, what if I don't have anything to say? What if people don't care about what I say? And so for me, I I stopped consuming because I realized that I was actually in the second camp of people where I was starting to doubt my own content even after like years of creating content. Um, but I do consume. So I consume a lot of Netflix. That's where most of my consumption <laughs> happens. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. It's it's true. Like Netflix consuming content when that hemisphere is so easy to do because they are long and so available and <laughs> yeah. sometimes such a good getaway from like day-to-day work content. So I love that. And what is your final most valuable tip in branding and business? Okay. My final tip is being yourself. And I know that like everyone says that, but it's honestly so true. Um, the more you're, you're yourself online, offline, whatever it is, the more you're going to attract the people that you want to work with, that you want to be friends with. Because when you share your story and your values and your voice and your beliefs, your all of these things, you know, your goals and ambitions, you're going to naturally attract the right people because you're going to be on the same wavelength, you know? Um, and I definitely have seen that happen in the past one to two months of my life where everything has just kind of, I, w- I don't want to say fallen into place, but also at the same time fallen into place as I stopped trying to be like another version of myself for other people. And I wasn't really, yeah, I wasn't doing it so much online because I kind of realized that in the like earlier this year, but I was doing that in real life and it was affecting my business. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like yeah. when you're in that state of being content with yourself and you show up in that way, like you're just, dis- you're dismissing yourself from having to feel and continue like, a different version of yourself continually that perhaps fit more during that time like oh this will this will fit more but at the end of the day like that's not going to last because your identity is your identity and you know as long as you're content with it which i'm sure people can get to that state because at the end of the day you're your own person and that's great and to always go back to that and who you are and your purpose like it's so important it keeps you afloat without having to be so confused it's important to stay true to your identity and show up in that way yeah for sure um and looking at so I started watching 
a few YouTubers lately. I don't watch a lot of YouTubers, um, but I noticed the ones who are, I can tell when someone's themselves and I'm like, it probably took them a while to step into that, but look at who they are now and they're not going to be for everyone. You know, sometimes I land on a YouTube video and I'm like, this person isn't for me, but that person is the person for someone else and remembering that there are enough people to go mm-hmm. around. Um, Love that. Yeah. It's true. Just to show up uniquely as you because your uniqueness is going to attract the right people. And I guess in this online world that is so large and this digital landscape that is so large and and there being different ways to present yourself online, um, what is your advice in presenting yourself online to attract the right people in this this atmosphere so for me personally when you meet me in real life you basically get a version of who i am on like online um so who i am like offline and online are the same people um just because there's this there's a saying that like if you always tell the truth you never or if you always tell the truth then you never have to I don't know. Yes, exactly. And for me, I just want my brand to feel approachable and empowering and inspiring. And that's how I want to like appear when people meet me in real life too. So I would say like, think about how you want to make people feel. Think about like who you are with your friends or how you portray yourself and how you want to do that for your clients or customers and build your brand because branding is basically how you make people feel right so thinking about how you want to make people feel with your online presence Mm, i love that and just really showcasing your brand and your business online so that people can connect and feel you through that and there's so many different ways to show up online right and features within it like so for example like instagram showing up in that platform you can use reels and and stories to connect with other people so i guess like what is your best advice in presenting yourself in a tool like instagram reels for example yeah so if people are funny then you know you can make entertaining videos if people are more serious or if they're you know um if they like giving advice then they can do those reels where you're basically talking so even within reels there's so many ways to express yourself and figuring out how do you like to express yourself and then doing that because some people they don't like being on video and that's fine because I wasn't on video for the beginning of my business um I wrote a lot but some people do like being on video. So it's figuring out, it's really, for me, it's really all about self-awareness and knowing yourself and knowing the things that like, what are you good at? What do you like doing? What are your, you know, because if there's a resistance around creating content, if you're resistant around a certain thing, it's going to make the whole thing feel heavier and harder, Mm -hmm. right? That makes sense. I mean, it's true, I guess. When it comes to content creating, for people who have a heavy feeling towards creating content, what advice do you have for them so that it doesn't be that way? I would say working on the things that you say to yourself because I talk to a lot of people 
um, who need help with content creation. And then when I talk to them, I almost pick up on their energy and feel heavy, like as well, because Mm -hmm. I hear things like, you know, it's hard. And the more you tell yourself it's hard, it's going to become, you're basically reaffirming, you know, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. Uh, (laughs) Whenever I talk to people about content, it's like, I can give you the step by step, but most of the time it's really like what you're saying to yourself on a weekly, daily, hourly basis. You know, so I would say like, write down like for people for the view like listeners write down how you feel about content because if you have a bad relationship with content you know it's basically like friendship if you have if you don't like mm-hmm. someone you're not going to see them if you don't like the idea, <laughs> if you don't like the idea of putting content you're not going to do it <laughs> yeah yeah no that makes sense like in that sense and in that comparison like maintaining a friendship and like you know maintaining that content schedule you have to you have to put in the work and you have to put work into it and you have to put those action steps in it to make it to make it work and I and I guess for people who feel disconnected with creating content and it creates that I guess heavy feeling towards it how should one mend how should one mend that and and make it work. Yeah. So are we talking about people who have never created content or people who are in a creative funk? Both. Okay. So for new people who have never created content, I would just say start creating content like educational content or share your story. Um, There's different types of content out there. So you can like start talking about your story and your journey and um, or educational content of teaching mm-hmm. people something or a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, look at what types of content you like, they like to consume and start creating like some of those. So for example, if someone is a human design expert, start talking about like what you know and start giving, you know, advice or talk, talking about how you got into human design or um, how you've helped clients in the past if, they have clients. Um, and then if someone is in a creative funk, well, it kind of depends on if they're burnt out. If you're, if you know you're burnt out, like take a break. Even if you have nothing planned for the next week, like take the break anyway, because you can push your way through it. But that has, that has not worked for many people from what I've heard and from my own experience. Um, because sometimes I think that we just really need a break and then also stop consuming. I know that seems obvious, but whenever I ask people, like, I'm like, are you consuming content? It's almost always a yes. And if you're back to your question earlier, I do think that the two go hand in hand. If you consume a lot, I think there's less mental space for you to be cons- like creating content. Mm-hmm. So it's like for the people who are in that creative funk or do not know what type of content to put out it's really important to allow space to do that and whether it's to be in a space of inspiration or just really diving into the type of content that you like to create or the type of content that your audience will like to consume you have to be and create that space to do so and I guess in that sense it's also important to remember that you have to have these 
space to allow yourself to reflect and think. And that means to, you know, be restful in between moments of working hard or being overconsumed or or having too much. Yeah, for sure. Self-care is so important and learning to take care of yourself is going to probably be a part of a lot of people's journey, but it is so worth it because once you learn to take care of yourself and once you learn like what brings you joy and all of these things, your business just flows much more easily and you stop stressing out so much and you stop like feeling so anxious and overwhelmed and yeah, and reactive. And you can then create from a space of like empowerment and inspiration and all of these things. Yes. And it really ties down to keeping it 100% real. Because it's like that example with the human UX designer. Like if he doesn't really like or doesn't really like talking about it or like that feel that much, like it's going to show you're not going to want to push out that much content or you're not going to have that much content to say or to speak about it or to speak of the times of that content and just keep that content and conversation going because it's not something that is true to you and what you like to do. So on the other side of things, it's so important to remember it that you have to keep it 100% real and what you like and love to do as well. Yeah, for sure. And then I also, okay, I'm sorry, I'm going to give a fourth tip, but I say like really, yeah, really embrace like whatever season of your life or business that you're in because some seasons are going to be slower than others. And something that I've really learned this year is not beating myself up over because, you know, I can go on Instagram and I can see like all of these people doing huge launches or outsourcing and building a team and you know, it could be easy to be like, oh, I should be doing that too. But also I always like for most of, sometimes I'm like, you know, I don't, I just don't really want to do that right now, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to do that. And then there's also that, yeah, there's that space of like being complicit. And, but then also having the self-awareness to know that like, okay, you're here right now you're not going to be here like forever and it's about yeah again it's like about the journey and it's about like the long game and it's not that's why I don't that's yeah you can be in the present but Mm -hmm. still work towards the future yeah I mean if you're not at a place that you want to be yet then you're not there yet and that's just what it is and it doesn't mean that you can't be there yet and it or like it won't change like you're just not there yet and that's fine and it's true like if you meet someone who's like on their 10th year and you're like on your 10th year too and you're like oh I'm supposed to be like that but it's like if you're not then you're not yet and you can always work towards that and it doesn't change the fact and if you want to change the fact then you just got to put that action into place and put work into it and there's nothing wrong with either situations or the season that you were in. So it's so true. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) No, (laughs) yes, thank you so much for being on here and for sharing your awesome tips. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. I'm super excited. This is my first podcast in like a really long time. So so like what's next for you? Like what's going on at Molly's World or in your business? 
Yeah, so right now I'm actually working on migrating my website and like all of my courses and memberships over to a new platform. I'm really excited about it. And I'm working on my membership, which I absolutely love. Like the membership is my baby. Um, and I might start a podcast on my own. So if awesome. I do, I would love to have you on there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> where can where can people find you? Yeah, so people can find me on Instagram at Molly Ho Studio. Um, or they can just Google Molly Ho Studio and all of my links will pop up hopefully <laughs> yes everyone go check her out she's amazing like she's actually so amazing her energy is so awesome it's always so nice to catch up with molly and thank you too <laughs> yes well thank you for coming on as a guest again and yeah thank you again and yeah we'll talk to everyone soon bye note if you guys got anything out of this make sure you screenshot it and share it on your instagram and tag me at blank room design and peggy brie and also tag the guest tag molly she's amazing and we'll be sure to get in touch thank you all again and i'll talk to you soon bye